You're listening to Being Jim Davis, a unique fruity soda. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. John, I am so excited about today's episode. If you, as you know, John, as you know, ordinarily... There's a lot of things I know. You're going to have to be a little more specific. I was about to specify what I'm talking about. Thank you. As you know, ordinarily our 940th episode Mm -hmm. about Tuesday, January 13th, 1981 is behind the premium paywall. Why are we recording so many episodes about Tuesday, January 14th? (laughs) Such a great strip. Excuse me. Today only, John. Today only, we're taking Mm -hmm. this episode out. Out from behind the paywall <laughs> and allowing you, the casual being Jim Davis listener, to hear it for free. Yeah, what Can was it? At? Was it? it at the $50 tier? It was at the $50 per day tier. <laughs> That's a great tier. It's very popular. Yeah. Today only. How many tiers do we have, John? 99. Um, wait, is it 96? I can't remember what that song I was. I don't know what you're talking about. Question mark in the Mysterians. I think it was called 96 Tears. Anyway, today is Tuesday, January the 13th, 1981. We're reading the 940th Ever Garfield. Today only. This episode is free for the public. John... <laughs> It's a true statement. Has the episode begun yet? <laughs> John, what happens in because today's Garfield? Is this always a part of the episode? Because that seems like it'd be really confusing for the $50 patrons. We should, we should, honestly. You know, I'm talking about two years ago when this episode first came out for the $50 uh-huh. patrons. And they were like yeah. really confused, right? Because like, why, why are they referencing the... It, it, Fine, I feel matter. like I have already moved on beyond that bit that didn't really work. <laughs> it did not go well. It's fine. You know, John, sometimes, John, you, sometimes you see a bit that's like lying on the floor and you're like, this, that did not... <laughs> John, let me, let me pick that up and see if I can resuscitate it. John, in answer to your question, mm-hmm. yes, the song was called 96 Tears, recorded by the American garage rock band Question Mark and the Mysterians. In 1966. And the infinite sadness. Wow, it went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S. Who knew? Huh. How do you like that? Oh, well. Today's Garfield will feature the use of silhouette. True. Too true. Um, John, let's begin with panel one. Okay. What have we got here? We've got John Arbuckle and Garfield. They're at the countertop, and they're in standard countertop position. Agree or disagree? Disagree slightly. Correct. Correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's... I don't... Yeah. I don't I, look, I, dis, look I, I disagree, Chris, <laughs> but I don't feel strongly about it. <laughs> you know, I can't, can't muster up, like, any... Righteous indignation. 
when I set out about to the begin fact se- that you completely lied. <laughs> well, when about I set today's Garfield. <laughs> when when I set out to describe, I meant to describe it completely wrong. But you know, honestly, it's not that different. Like, okay, it's not John Arbuckle and Garfield. It's Garfield and another cat. They're not on the countertop. They're on, I guess, a fence in a vacant alley at night. But it's basically two characters standing on a thing, looking at each other, interacting. You know, two well, characters yeah, on a surface, you, okay. interacting with each other. But, like, if you're going to be that reductionist about it, I mean, like... And I am. <laughs> and I applaud you for it. Um, like, It's is, all just I mean, words and pictures, it's like, John. It's just it's, words and pictures. The same and the words are just pictures of letters. It's just two, you know... White two white guys this talking, guys about, talking something about something that doesn't matter. Something that sucks. Like <laughs> take that, Radio Lab. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um Okay. So Garfield and this other I feel unnamed... like this is a pretty well rendered fence, and I want to distance myself from your totally offensive comments uh-huh. regarding how well it was drawn. Did I say it was drawn badly? You you said it was indistinguishable from a, from a well. I'm just saying, like, if I'm, I'm saying, right. like, if you were to do a Shinkarian analysis of today's I, Garfield, okay, there it, it is. I knew it, it would was coming basically up. it would basically be the same as yesterday's Garfield. <laughs> like, honestly, well, they all have three panels, Chris. I mean, they they all have to start at three. Yeah, it's three panels. Yeah, they all go three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Um. Or one, two, three, or whatever. Um, I'm just saying. Okay, Garfield. So, okay, so flesh that out. So clearly, uh-huh. like p- panel panel three is going to be the tonic. You know, you got to have your perfect, authentic cadence closing um, it out. Panel I two. I feel like I feel gonna like be, I feel like. Okay, no, go on. That's fine. No, panel two is going to serve a dominant function. Uh huh. Oh, 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 sorry. Are you not, like, <laughs> you brought this up, motherfucker. I feel like you're Sorry, you're not interested in it anymore. Okay, that's I fine. Feel like you're, no, I feel like you're pigeonholing it. When I say let's do a Shinkarian analysis of the Garfield, I mean, like, let's strip out the... You mean, like, you mean, like I'm going to reference this thing? to its basic elements. don't pick it up and run with it? Is that what you meant? That's basically what I meant, okay. yes. All right, So, number enough. one... I was like, let's let's strip this down to our ba- its basic elements, you know. Um, number two, refresh my memory. Like, does Schenker talk about um, you know chordal harmony as such, or is he really just? I feel like he's going chordal? beyond. You know, like like oh, you know, tonic dominant, tonic whatever. Oh, chordal. I thought you said chordal. Yeah. No, chordal. You know, that'd be like you know that was a little bit later. I feel like what Schenker is doing, and correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, playing the be- sitar really well because I know very little about the theories of Heinrich Schenker. I did not take that class and only briefly <laughs> looked at one example of Schenkerian analysis. <laughs> I feel like he's not not saying like what are the chords, how are they functioning, like what he's he's sort of stripping the voices down to their essentials and like like getting a uh like a like what the proto melody is or some something like the large large scale you know movement from like one up to three down to one or whatever like is he doing is he looking at uh is he is he 
doing functional like you know one two five one stuff as well i mean they're basically one and the same i i disagree i disagree so strongly that if we were in the same room i would probably try to kill you right now for no from from the point of view of like an an alien living on the moon look I'm okay. an alien. I'm living on the moon. I'm looking at the Earth through no, I'm a telescope. Just, I'm not to saying me, that I feel Shankarian that way. Shankarian analysis look, is the basically Heinrich the same. Heinrich Schenkar might uh-huh. say that. Yeah. I couldn't possibly comment. I couldn't possibly comment. The yeah. second most famous Heinrich. S- the se- <laughs> I thought you were going to say second mo- Okay. I thought we were going back to the sitar player bit, which didn't really get enough attention for how clever it was. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Been, I've been meaning to drop that, like, every uh-huh. time we bring up Heinrich no, it's, Schenkar. it's very good, John. We don't talk about the sitar nearly enough. or d- d- You know, we, we barely ever talk about the, stru- the raga-based structure of classical Indian music. It's true. Got eight words for you, John. Sa re ga ma pa da ni sa. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, a little bit. Okay, then. In panel (laughs) one. What's your favorite of the uh, Northern Indian classical modes? Mine's Purvi. I was, wow, it's, I was going to say Purvi too. Yeah, it's the best one. Okay. (laughs) You'll get no argument from me. (laughs) Damn. I was so Are you serious? Because I don't know if you're serious right now. <laughs> um, Genuinely look, if, don't know. If I'm being and serious. What, and that's what I love. That's what I love about this podcast. I don't. Yeah. You're, you're just a, you're a cipher. If I'm being, it's true. If I'm being serious, <laughs> I didn't, I, I don't know any of the names of the Northern Indian classical modes, but I was proud that I, for some reason, still like 20 years later after I learned it, can remember that the Indian equivalent of do, re, mi, fa, so, la, si, do is sa, re, ga, ma, pa, da, ni, sa. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I couldn't have done that. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> in panel one, yep. I, do, I do feel like on a basic level, this is, it's basically the same panel one Jim Davis always draws in that there are two characters on a horizontal surface looking at each other, and one of them is saying a thing. So maybe from that standpoint, Mm -hmm. every single panel can be reduced to to like a 3-2-1. How do you mean? I mean, mean like, if the er, like, sort of, like... Er, that's what it's called. The er something. The er melody. Oh, I was just just trying to think of what it was. I was like, the er... (laughs) What is it called? Um, <laughs> er melody, something like that. The 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 er Garfield is just uh-huh. like two. Yeah, is exactly. It's just two characters talking to each other on a surface, but usually like one is at a different level. Uh huh. I don't know, I, but mm. each panel follows that pattern by itself, and there's not nece- there's not necessarily like a whole lot of motion um, between the panels. Hashtag mm-hmm. between the panels. Like most of them, I feel like I feel like it, each panel is its own kind of iteration of that. Like you do have some where there's like some broad movement. Uh huh. I don't know. 
I stopped listening to you because I was reading I the Wikipedia article for Shinkarian analysis. <laughs> the word we're looking for, John, is ersatz, U-R-S-A-T-Z, which is the abstract deep structure that Schinker posited essentially all tonal works mm-hmm. um, w- would, you know, if you break mm-hmm. them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are organic oh, remember coherence wh- of the okay, word I'm by lo- showing how it relates to an abstract <clears throat> Sorry. structure. The earth sense. Yes. You no, done? no, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I remembered why I like poor V because it's nice and symmetrical. It's got that kind of nice, uh-huh. you know, like the bottom half of it is the same as the top half. I like that. I don't know if I'm you into the- it now that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that true? That might actually that might not be true. No, I'm sorry, that's not I'm true not at sure. all. Uh, it is a fun mode though oh god um so look i do i do feel like Mm -hmm. if i were doing a shankarian Mm -hmm. analysis of garfield i wouldn't be like trying to shoehorn it into you know some like a three two one harmony like it's not music i would just say like there is a deep structure a common deep structure to a lot of garfield's and this one kind of brings it home to me because it's not happening in John Arbuckle's house. John Arbuckle isn't there. They aren't mm-hmm. on a countertop. And yet, mm-hmm. this is basically every single one of Garfield's interactions with John Arbuckle. Right. Um, right. But you, ha- you, have, you have the two, two sort of entities mm-hmm. that populate the world of, the, of that particular square mm-hmm. sort of standing in diametric opposition yeah to yeah. each other and like it's very seldom that you see two characters doing anything else yeah in a broad yeah. sense yeah anywho yeah. look okay let's get to this they're on a fence as john very rightly points out mm-hmm. it's you well can tell rendered it's a, you can it's tell well it's a rendered fence. in silhouette you it's can tell not... it's a fence because like each like board is like at a different level and you got those nice little perpendicular right angles thank which you is yeah it's not totally you... redundant that i just said but uh-huh. it's not it's not a, a just a uniform straight horizontal line. He's mm-hmm. it's it's one of those old wooden plank fences that's kind mm-hmm. of irregular. Yeah, it's real nicely rendered. Mm-hmm. There is an incredibly huge moon. Um <laughs> rise, like could just it, could dipping, it be a blood moon? It might be a death moon. <laughs> um It's <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate that you didn't that you didn't just say that's no moon. Um, Didn't occur to me. I'm not as much of a Star Wars fan as you are. True. I, um, I mean, I assume that's a... I don't... Okay. Uh, so Garfield's on the left. The cat on the right is in silhouette because he's standing in front of this moon. And he's caterwauling as if his life depended on it. He's saying, Rower. And on either side, he's got a single eighth note of the Rower. Which, as we all know, is John Arbuckle's favorite song. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the song he sings all the time. Yeah, okay. Who's to say what his favorite song is? Mm-hmm. Maybe his favorite song is a song he never sings. Maybe he has no inner mental... Panel two. Uh-huh. Uh, Garfield kicks the blue cat. We can now see that it's a blue cat. It's the same mm-hmm. cat as before. Yeah. Because uh, its head is sticking out from the moon, and so its yeah, head isn't I guess, in silhouette. I guess he has just kicked the blue cat. I'm going to strongly disagree. Yeah? 
I feel that he has str- he has just elbowed the blue cat out of the oh way. oh. <laughs> and and the reason Sorry. I know John, I forgot to read. Okay, the word elbow is written there <laughs> with a line going down, pointing okay. at Garfield's elbow. My my uh, head cannon version of this mm-hmm. panel panel two hashtag panel two. Um, the word elbow. Now it's clearly meant to be a sound effect or an onomatopoeia. Uh, you think it's just um, written on the moon? I no no. <laughs> it's just written on the in moon my, in, in letters a hundred miles high. In my own personal, you know, assembly cut of today's uh-huh. Garfield, the the little line connecting Garfield's elbow with the word elbow mm-hmm. uh, has it's two two little lines at the bottom of it, turning uh-huh. it into an arrow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, just Jim like, Davis. Jim Davis just labeling Garfield's elbow. Like in case you were wondering, viewer, what yeah. this bend in Garfield's arm is. Like, oh, I, oh, it's I didn't elbow. draw this very well. Let me, let me label yeah. it. So, th- so this oh. long, this long-necked blue cat is being kicked out of the moon silhouette, and Garfield's mm-hmm. entering it, and his eyes look angry and sly, and the blue cat looks alarmed. And mm-hmm. in panel three, Garfield is fully in silhouette. It's like mm-hmm. he's in the spotlight. The moon has shifted over to the left, incidentally. Yeah, the camera has shifted yeah, to the right. Maybe the camera shifted to the right. And Garfield is... Well, you know, John, Occam's razor, I would say the moon moved to the left. Um, really? Garfield, yeah. Garfield is that going... That seems more like Occam's broom. No, no, it's his razor. No? Um, okay. Garfield is going, Irauer. Is that Occam's broom? I didn't realize Occam had a broom. Um, Garfield is saying Irauer and the other cat is thinking Prima Donna mm-hmm. yeah there you go it's not very good okay Occam's Broom th- the process in which inconvenient facts are whisk- whisked under the rug by intellectually dishonest champions of one thing okay so that is a thing yeah, yeah, it's not quite. It's not what I was thinking of. I think I was thinking. Congratulations of, to you, John. I think I was thinking of boom crutch, the term coined by uh, Daniel C. Dennett to I'm describe like an explanation for something that is incorrect but seems useful. Not familiar with boom crutch or this Daniel C. Dennett you reference. <laughs> it's it's in he, you know John. one of his books. Who he? Who he? Anywho, who he, Chris? Look. Who him? Yeah. Look. Um, You have been listening to Being Jim Davis. You say you want to get better, and you don't know how. (laughs) You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes. Why not visit the show website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can do a great many things there, including... It's a bad podcast, and the world needs to know. Including signing up to host the show or leaving us a message. If you have questions or comments about the show, you're going to want to send them to info at beingjimdavis.com. I don't think I've given out the email address in many a year. Who knows if we even have an email? I think it still works. Info at beingjimdavis.com. Email us if for no other reason than to check if that address is still in operation. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. And. Good, good day to you. Yeah, I said good day. Yeah. Okay.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.